Calling all beans, y'all. Let's get it. Welcome back to Calling All Beings. I'm your host, DJ San Marco, here with you on a Wednesday night with another special guest. We keep bringing you dope people. I mean, right. and when I say dope, I don't mean in the way that you guys think of me as dope, which is in the actual sense of the word. I mean, dopeadelic <laughs> people. All right. So I'm your host, DJ San Marco, along with my co host, the amazing, the not to be compared, the deep, the thoughtful. The intellectual. Nathan, what's up? At <laughs> what's Awake up? Soul. Woo! <laughs> Holla. And, uh, and now let's get to what's really going down tonight. Um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, stories that you guys have heard. People have shared their experiences with the phenomenon, with beings. Uh, most, most recently, Anjali, who's probably uh, also been in contact with our next guest from Alabama. Party people, put your hands together for David John Lanier. Woo! He's my bald brother. Yes. <laughs> and let me tell you something, uh, David. Uh, there are going to be some very deep and intelligent questions tonight, and you're going to find that most of them will come from me. Okay, the, the, the more shallow, sort of meaningless stuff, that would be Nathan. So let me just give you an example. Um, oh, we lost him. Oh, my God. David, where are he'll you? He'll be back. He'll be back, yeah. I'm sure. He'll be back. He's going to come keep back. Keep going. Yeah, he'll be back. Well, no, I can't keep going because he needs to be there for the joke. <laughs> all right, all right. Hang, you, know, hang, wait, wait, you know, when you get He's to coming the back. Line, He's back now. There he is. All right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Sorry. So, um. So as I was saying, the, the, the deeper and more thoughtful questions will more than likely come from me. Um, and I'll just give you a sampling right here. So, David, tell us what happened. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew you'd love that, Nathan. Okay. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to turn it over to my aforementioned brilliant co-host, Nathan, to kick this off. Brother. Yes, thank you, DJ David. Great to have you with us uh, this evening. Uh, we we are very very fortunate to have you on the show, and are looking forward to hearing your story. Um, as we've talked with you before, uh, we want to make sure that you feel comfortable and feel a part of our, our family when you're on the show. And so we're going to do this uh, in the way that you want to do it. I know we've talked a little bit about kind of where we want to go uh, with the show and 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 kind of the direction that we want to go. And so I think we'll, we'll get started here and um, maybe you can do a little introduction. Tell, tell folks what, uh, what, what you want them to know about you. And then let's start with uh, where things got really going for you in the late 90s. OK, um, can you guys hear me? OK, yeah, yes, sound great. Loud and clear. Okay. Um, I mean, as far as my my personal background, I don't have I don't fly F-A-18s. I didn't work for the government. I don't have incredible uh uh you know backstory um i've i married young i had a family young i worked 
in uh, real estate for the last 20 years on different uh, levels. You know, I um, played music for a while and I raised. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've accomplished some pretty cool things, but I don't want to really wave that around as a <laughs> way to convince people that I'm not full of it and 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 credible i mean uh i'm i'm willing to answer any questions you know uh or or what have you if if people have them uh but i don't really feel like you know bragging on myself to make myself sound credible um you know i'm a pretty ordinary dude i guess aside from whatever the hell happened but um you know i'm i'm just wanting to talk about it because i I really do have faith in this disclosure movement that's happening right now Mm -hmm. i I wasn't a part of ufology for a long time because it's so convoluted and 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 i you know i was involved for a little bit and then i left um and now I'm back in it because I really feel like there's there's people making some smart moves and and, and getting the ball rolling. And I just kind of feel like I've, I've got this thing that happened to me. And I've told some people, but I haven't really done it in a public way. I've left little bits and pieces on Twitter, but I haven't just kind of like sat down and told the whole story. And uh you guys were nice enough to uh, approach me and, and uh, uh, let me do that. So that's why I'm here. And, and yeah, with, with, that cre- with that credit that we've built up, does that mean that you'll play guitar for us to close out the show? Hell. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Maybe uh, next and, time. And, and Nathan, back to you. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. 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 <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work on our little ensemble piece for the next show. I think that'll be okay. great. Um, so David, where do you, uh, you know, I, again, we really appreciate having you on and, and I know this is not easy uh, to do. And so we don't take that lightly, but where, you know, where, where does the story really start for you? Um, I'll, let me preface all of it by saying I'm fully like, I have one foot in the normal world where mm-hmm. my parents and my in-laws are very educated, hardworking people on you know the family on both sides doesn't get into this kind of stuff and i respect that and there's a part of my life of our lives that doesn't really want that in it but then there's another part that you know i went through it and i'm fully aware of how absolutely crazy this sounds to just the average person who just got off work or that has other things going on and there are other things going on in the world. Um, so I just want to preface it by saying that, that I'm fully aware of how uh, crazy this all sounds. You, you know, I listened to Ryan Bledsoe today, David, and when you listen to his story in his background, it's not very different from your background. Uh, you know, the, you know, guys from the South, you know, fathers out hunting, doing things like that, fishing, and these things happen. So uh, nobody in the town is like, oh, wow, you must be absolutely out of your mind. 
if we were in Sedona, Arizona, people might go, oh, wow, that happened? Wow, they believe, right? But it, that's, you know, it's just a function of where you grew up. But um, please go ahead, sir. No, uh, you know, I, I'll just go ahead and get into it because I was going to go say, for it. I, there's just so much I could say. And it's a lot like this. This story covers about three years, roughly. And mm-hmm. uh, it covers my wife, my children, my mother, my brother-in-law, me, some acquaintances. Um, so it's hard to tell and, and I do kind of want my privacy to maintain a little, you know, again, I'll, I'll answer questions, but I'm not, I don't want like skeptics and debunkers and researchers and investigators like right. my butt trying to <laughs> find out if my mom who is who she says she is or I, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. So, um, saying that, I'll, I'll get into it. Okay. So, um, 1997. I'm I'm 17 years old, and I'm a straight arrow kid. I I might have smoked a joint, like a couple puffs off of one, had mm-hmm. half a beer, and passed out. I was I was a good kid. <laughs> oh. uh, this would have been like, like 97. Um, and I was on the way home from a concert and it was an outdoor concert. So this would have been like late spring, early summer, summertime around that time. And there's a friend in the car with me and we're driving home, going North up the interstate. We get off the ramp and, um, you know, I I look to my right, you know, look to your left, look to your right. It's a two, two way highway in a small town. Uh, And there's this blimp that's, you know, I'm not a great judge of like how far away things are, how close things are, how high they are. I'm going to roughly estimate that it's probably three to five miles away Mm -hmm. and it's over the city. Um, And it's not terribly high off of the horizon. Like I'm not having to crane my neck, you know, it's, I can see it out the windshield. And it's a blimp. It looks about the size of a blimp, maybe a little bigger. And it's got a little cap on the bottom of it. And I think, I just, I remember this vividly, you know, because a lot of, I stop myself because I know people are like, well, you know, memory degrades over time. And it does, but like, I don't remember what I had for lunch at my grandmother's funeral, but I remember seeing the body in the casket, you know, things stick out. Absolutely. So I see this little, cap on the bottom of it and i think that thing's awful small for the people Mm. and then i noticed that it has the same cap on top of it Uh oh we lost oh we lost him so we were lost at cap on top cap on bottom yes uh you know doesn't necessarily lend itself to what a blimp looks like so um that's interesting yeah yeah and you know uh, Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Welcome back, man. Okay. We we uh, lost did, you on the, uh, the 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 size of the cap on on the and you were talking about on the bottom as well as on on the top. Yes, there was a there was a cap on the bottom of it, too small for people. I was confused. Same cap was on top of it, and then the whole thing is about is shaped like a blimp, 
you know, or, or like a liquid Advil. Mm, yeah. Shit. Okay. Like oh, a, Advil like liquid gel, gel cap or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like an oblong kind of stretched out. Sure. Oval. Mm. And it has like two grooves carved out in the side of it. Hmm. Or like two indentions inside of it. And it's just moving peculiar, you know, like a, like a, there's a, there's an airport near my house and small planes will kind of like bank this way or bank that way or up or down. And they have like a red, you know, and this was just like a steady, just slow moving hmm. across the horizon. And all the while this thing is, is flashing like multiple colors. Like I can't explain it. It's just like, Mm -hmm. almost looks holographic hmm. yeah and so the, it, the whole surface of the object is doing that yeah and it's giving okay. off this like purple pink reddish hue mm. and it's also emanating red light so mm. you know the way a christmas light looks from a distance and it has points mm -hmm. of light that come off of it yeah mm -hmm. um it, it had that, it had several kind of points of light that were coming off of it. And it's just kind of moving just slow and steady. And I'm sitting there and it just, you know, and all of these thoughts are coming to me over the course of about five seconds. Mm. I'm watching it go and I just go. And, like, and what were those thoughts? I, it was just processing what I saw, just going like, yeah. is that a blimp? Why does, why is the, <laughs> why is that so small? Why is it multiple colors? Why is it glowing red light? And then I thought, and, and, and I have to preface before I say this, I was not into Star Trek. I was not into Star mm -hmm. Wars. I was not into conspiracy theories. There was no reason for me to be thinking anything other than mm -hmm. like, I saw some episode on Unsolved Mysteries in the 80s or mm -hmm. early 90s, or I'd seen like an alien movie. And I just thought to myself, like, is that a UFO? And there's a, mm. and, and all the while, you know, my friend is next to me in the car. And as soon as I thought that, and I'm not saying it's connected, but as soon mm. as I thought that, that thing just went. I mean, it took mm. off like it had been shot out of a gun. It, it just wow. went from like slowly moving to just suddenly like in the blink of an eye, just this tracer. Mm. Because it was at night. It's probably about 1230 mm -hmm. a.m. And there, mm -hmm. there's like this. I left that out. 1230 a.m. Roughly. Okay. Yeah. Give it like 30 minutes. Uh, and it's just this tracer, this red tracer just stretches across the horizon. Mm -hmm. And you can see it way off at the end of the tracer. And it's like a bulb. And then all the way back to where it was is just a point, just a tip. And it looks like a sperm that's just been like stretched out. Yeah. Uh, it might be a wow. bad analogy, but that's what I thought when I saw it. Sure. And then the the tail closed up behind it about this fast. And as Interesting. Soon as, the tail, as soon as the tail closed up behind it, it was just a twinkling red light, like a mm -hmm. star or a planet, you know, same level on the horizon. Like it was just on a, on a level and it just kind of twinkled and got dim. And then whoop, it was just gone. It just disappeared. Wow. And I looked to my friend and he looks at me and for the researchers and skeptics and debunkers and investigators, I haven't talked to that guy in 20 years. I'm not just going to cold mm. cock him out of the blue and be like, hey, man, you remember this? Because I got people from UFO, UFO Twitter that want to know. But, <laughs> right, hey, sure. hey, David, can I, can, I, can I interject yeah. for a second? Don't worry about refutations of anybody or trying to qualify based on any skeptic or any idiot that's out there that just 
uh, likes to get on there and tell people they're lying or something. We don't care. We're here to interview. So just tell your story and don't even worry about qualifying because I have zero worry about these people and their and their thoughts. So let's just let's hear from. I want to hear from you. Okay. 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 So, so my friend turns to me and I turn to him, and I can't remember if I said or he said. He said, "Was that a you know dot dot dot?" And we just laughed hysterically. Just mm. laughing, and I remember thinking, like, man, I just like won the lottery or got struck by lightning. Like, I, I realized that this was a UFO. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what that meant, but I, but you know, I just was like, oh, this is like the movies or like the, um, you know, unsolved mysteries or something. And I'm just one of these people that just happened to be privy to it. I just caught it, you know. Yeah. And did, it did kind of did, feel like it had been caught. You know, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I'd seen it at twelve thirty night, putting around, and it just went whoop. Did you stop and the car and all that business, or were you just well, washing through the windshield? I was at the top of the exit. You know how when you get off the interstate, off an exit ramp, mm -hmm. you get to like the top of the exit, and you kind of have to sit there for a minute, check traffic both ways. It, I yep. was parked. Okay, uh, got it. So. So a pretty brief in, encounter, you would say, just a yeah, few seconds, yeah, I mean, the or whole yeah. Thing was literally, probably within 10, 15 seconds. Okay. Wow, that's a lot longer than mine was. And you know what? See, there's something, and Nathan, there's something to be said for him stopping at those off ramps. A guy like me that blows through that stop sign just kind of rolls through. I missed the UFO. Well, yeah, no, it's, please so, obey local traffic law. That's yeah, what I would suggest. And, and and if you do that, what could happen? You might right. see UAP. Yeah, you're you're back. Yeah. Don't worry. You're back, David. I, okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if that's on my end. I assume it is. Uh, yeah. Do, out, do you have two nets in your house? Do you have uh, uh, like I have two nets. Do you have two different nets? And maybe your wife is using one and streaming. And then if you go on the other net, no, I'm out help. at the lake. I'm out at the lake house, and it's okay. yeah. it's kind of I'm the only one out here, so. It's no problem. Uh, it, we're, yeah. You're not gone for long, so anytime yeah. you leave, it's just a chance for DJ to interject. <laughs> hey, you know what? I haven't talked to David yet about buying, uh, you know, maybe five of those hundred acres, but that's going to come after the show. Yeah. Please oh, continue. Totally. Please continue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not for sale. So, like, um, one acre. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So, so when that happened, I don't remember the drive home. I remember dropping him off. I don't remember driving home. I don't remember discussing it. But then again, this was like 20 years ago, over 20 mm -hmm. years ago. Okay. Um, so I just don't recall it. I'm not saying there was anything weird there. Right. But I do remember going to school the next day and, you know, talking to my friends about it. And, you know, 50% of the people were like, no way. And then the other 50% were like, that's weird tell me more mm -hmm. and and i didn't obsess over it i i that you know i just kind of was like wow that's neat uh, but i didn't become a conspiracy guy i didn't become obsessed with sci-fi i i just kind of went on with my life and it didn't affect me mm -hmm. um, so that was you know the first sighting and it coincides with something else that was going on in my life that's later down the road that right. I can get to later because I, I don't want to jump around the story. So fast forward 10 years. 
Okay. 2007. 2017. Wait. 2007. 2007, sorry. Yeah. Um, and I'm working the late shift at my job. And the guy that was with me, it just asked me a question out of the blue. He's like, hey, man, what do you think about UFOs? So, you know, 10 years past, I don't really, it's not a part of my life. I don't, I don't think about it. I, uh, and he says, what do you think about UFOs? And I'm saying, well, you know, the universe is a big place. There's exoplanets. I guess it's, you know, it's possible. And then suddenly that whole scenario of seeing that UFO just came like rushing back into my memory. And I was like, oh my God, like I've seen one. And so he gets me to tell the story and I relay the same thing I just told you guys. And, um, you know, then he tells a story about something he had seen. And, and on a small tangent, I, I have found that in these little discussions I have with people, mm -hmm. you know, about five out of 10 people will have some kind of like paranormal story to tell. And the other right. five know somebody. <laughs> So it's right. really not uncommon. I just don't think a lot of people talk about it. Agree. So yeah, people don't. He, he suggests to me, he was like, have you ever listened to Coast to Coast AM? I'm like, I have. Hmm. He's like, you should listen to it, and you should look into the subject, especially since you've seen one. I'm hmm. like, okay. So on the way home, I listened to Coast to Coast AM, and it's, uh, I think it's Dolores Cannon. Mm -hmm. And she's talking about the indigo children. Yep. Uh, and I'm just kind of going like, what? Like, what am I hearing? And I, the next day, I Google it. I just Google, like, UFO. And mm -hmm. the first thing that comes up at the top of the search is Bob Lazar. Yep. And so, again, I'm coming into this subject knowing nothing. Okay, nothing other than the fact that I've seen something. I'm not a still... I didn't even watch Star Wars until I was in my, you know, mid-20s. I, I just, this is off my radar totally. Mm -hmm. So I watched the Bob Lazar documentary, and I'm just like, my mouth, my jaw's like on the floor. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't have an army of debunkers telling me this guy's full of it. I'm just listening to this guy tell a story. I'm not sensing any, you know, lies. And right. he's like, yeah, you know, aliens are real government knows we have access to their craft and I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think they had something to do with our creation. Mm. And I was, Oh, wow. Oh Did God. he say that? Yeah. You know, his, I think, you know, his, the way he tells it is that he's not sure what disinformation he was fed and what information he was fed. Right. But he was briefed on that. That yeah. 600,000 years ago, they came here and integrated their DNA into Homo sapiens and about every 600 years would come back and upgrade and upgrade. And here we are. And they're still kind of coming around and tinkering. And so I have no context for this information. Yeah, I'm right. No, go ahead. Keep, keep no, going. I, I, keep going. I was just going to say, I just want to just go around. So the voice you're hearing and the experience you're hearing is that of David John Lanier, our guest. He's going to talk about his experience, both seeing and standing in front of interacting in his house with uh, beings.
my co-host, of course, is uh, the amazing Nathan at A Wave Soul. And I'm DJ San Marco, your erstwhile host. Please continue. So, you know, I have no context for any of this. I, I'm not into ufology. I don't know that he did he really did he not. I'm just listening to this guy talk and I'm going like, holy mother, like, is mm-hmm. this for real? Because mm-hmm. I've seen one. Like, I've seen a UFO and it actually, you know, the one I saw kind of sounds like something he just described. Mm-hmm. Is that what's going on? Because, like, I was raised in a Christian home. You know, I left Christianity, became nihilist, studied Buddhism, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, experimented with psychedelics, just trying to figure out, like, God and the universe, like, what's going on? And I'm like, sure. dude, that's it. It's aliens. Mm-hmm. Like, Poosh. So that <laughs> might have something to do with, like, everything else that is about to happen, you know, mm-hmm. where my mind went with that. Sure, but, shift of perspective. That, you know, that's what I'm thinking. And so that, you know, to get to the next part of the story, I, I start studying it. You mm. know, I start studying the subject and I'm not like super in-depth into it, but it's on my radar. And so around this time, I'm, I have a music project on the side and my brother-in-law who's a cartoonist is drawing the album cover and he sends the album cover to me. I gave him the music. I said, draw whatever comes to mind. Just listen to the music. And so he draws, um, a UFO and he was Mm. like, is this a good album cover? And I'm like, dude, no. I was like, what is this? (laughs) You know, because I'm sitting here. So unprompted. He didn't, you didn't ask him to draw a UFO. He just drew what came to, came to mind. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and so he sends this, I'm like, Oh my God. You know, and, and that's when I start picking up on the concept of like synchronicity. Mm, Yep. And so I'm going like, okay, wait, you know, because I'm also learning about like telepathy and grays and Zeta Reticuli and, and Betty and Barney Hill and, and all this kind of stuff. And now he sends me a drawing of UFOs and I'm like, this is not going well. Like, where is this Mm -hmm. going? So, Okay, this kind of thing goes on for a while. I don't know how long because this was about 2009 that I'm kind of going down this UFO rabbit hole. Yep. Not again, not like super in depth. And I know I just kind of jumped from 2007 to 2009, but 2009 is when like the meat of this kind of started. Sure. And I'm downstairs in my basement folding clothes folding laundry because the laundry room's downstairs. We have a little, there was a little window. It's the old house It's next door to my new house. It's all on the same property. Um, and I look out the window and there's this light. And it's just kind of like, looks like it's moving around like this. Hmm. And then there's two other smaller lights kind of moving around near it. And I'm like, no, no way. And I just get scared. Like, I'm like, no and I look out and I swear like one of the little lights flies up and touches the bigger one and like just mm. disappears into it. Like just becomes one with this thing. And I'm like, that's a star. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going crazy. And I ran upstairs and I look out the window in the blinds and I'm kind of a little panicked, you know, cause at this point my wife didn't know 
about any of this. This was kind of like just in the basement, you know, mm, sure, like, yeah. yeah, doing doing God's work down there. And she didn't know anything. <laughs> and she's like, what is it? And I'm like, I think there's a UFO outside. She was like, what? And so I look out the window and it's moved from, it's hard to explain, but it's moved from here to over here. Okay. Now, what is the size of the window we're looking at just to get your aspect? Are you looking straight out? Or are you looking up? I'm is looking this a picture like a sliding glass door? It's a, it's just a wooden door and it has a long rectangular window. Got that's it. High gotcha. level. And yeah. that picture I sent you of like the 180 of the backyard that yes. where the trees meet the sky, that horizon is roughly eye level. Copy. And it's right above the horizon, not too high up above. And by the time I had come upstairs to look out the window, it had moved from there to mm. here. So it had gone over oh. and over. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you've been reading about this. Apparently, they're telepathic. Let's test that out. And I say, if you can hear me, fly down. Or I can't remember if I said fly down or fly up or fly over. Mm. This is in your out. mind or out and your mind or out loud. This is in my mind, you know, because gotcha. my wife is sitting there and I don't want her to think I'm nuts. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, you know, fly up. Mm -hmm. And there's a tree that's in my line of vision. So there's branches. And I just see this thing go like up past the branches. Mm. And I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, if you can hear me fly over, you know, and again, in relation to the branches, it's going like, and it'll kind of move over. And I just freak out and I just shut the blinds. And Anna's like, what are you looking at? And she comes over and she looks out the window and I, and I just see this, like her muscles in the back of her neck, just go like, Ooh. Mm. you know, like chills kind of thing. And she was like, I don't see. It. And if you knew my wife, you, you would know that she's like the queen of just like, there's work to be done and I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Block it out. Yep. Hey, David, can, can you give us an approximate size of this object compared to uh, either just what you think or relative to the other one you saw the first one? Big. Uh, I, oh, I so this, this is a big one. I would assume like, I, I, Again, I'm not an aviator. Mm -hmm. I'm not an mm -hmm. aeronautics expert. So I'm not a good judge of distance and height and size. It was far away. And, and that's mm -hmm. kind of a key part of the story. Okay. It, it's, it's, it's far away. I don't know if it's, it's not like, in your yard, is what I'm saying. Ah. Mm. Uh, lost him again. He'll be back. I know. You know what, though? I, I'll tell you what. I'm willing to upgrade his internet service, um, you know, just well, for the next month at least. When you're out of the lake, it uh, it happens sometimes. Yeah, hey, so. this happened. You know what? I would um, like to have lake house problems. Right, exactly. Uh, I, I would like to have a lake house. I would like to have 100 uh, acres of wooded land in Alabama. Right. And I'm so, sorry, Nathan. <laughs> Bring know, me back. Man. I know. Bring I know. me back. It's all good. All right. Okay. Welcome back. No, it's fine, man. Yeah, Don't worry about it. It's okay. I, I was dreaming about lake property. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're I'm back. Location with bad Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. Exactly. <laughs> this is what good, happens man. at Area 51. 
Yeah, it's, it's all good. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, uh, so, as far as how big it was, I'm guessing it's it's sizable, like not like enormous. I don't mean like mothership, but like it's not one of these smaller kind of things that that some people see, like you know, that's you know roughly the size, a little bit bigger than a sedan, but just like a disc. Okay. Like it was bigger than that, mm-hmm. um, but not like you know mothership kind of thing, but just a light, just like a white light. You know, uh, I just want to say just because I haven't heard too many of these, but Anjali's confidant, uh, Nick Larkin, said he and his mother in the backyard saw one the size of a football. So mm-hmm. imagine, you know, something comes in your yard, it's the size of a football and flies away. I mean, that's bizarre, right? Bizarre. I, I, can, I can imagine. Yeah. So, Nick Larkin, what's up, brother? Anjali, say hello to David John Lanier. <laughs> All right, let's go. Go ahead, brother. Um, okay. And so I I see that shiver go down my wife's spine. And I'm like, she saw it. But she's not going to admit to it because that's the kind of woman she is. And I don't fault mm. her for that. We're all we're all different. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. She gets back in the bed. I'm freaked out. Like I'm seriously bothered, like disturbed, mm. because this thing just responded to my request. Right. Query. Yeah. And all this stuff I'm researching is suddenly like, uh oh, like, is this true? Is this real? Mm. I go take a hot shower until it runs cold. Mm. And then I come into the bedroom and watch uh, Scrubs, which is an old TV show. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah, know. it's a good one. I think it describes funny. my sports career, actually. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I just needed I needed to laugh, and I needed to think about something else. And right. this sadly began about, I don't know how long, of me having to sleep with a light on in the room. Mm, a wow. wow. With a nightlight. Okay, and sure. I'm not ashamed to admit that because I just telepathically communicated with a light in the sky that responded right. to my request. I'm freaked I'm you little, out. I'm a little disturbed. So this is the point where the story starts getting um, blurred because mm. so much happened. Mm-hmm. And I want to make the point that they approached me in phases Mm. and the first phase was far away it was lights in the upper atmosphere uh you know like i said way off i don't know how far but way off Mm. in the horizon Mm -hmm. small i mean i don't think they were small but but away okay and I, i saw i had moments like that like that little story i just told you Mm-hmm. So many times that I don't remember all of it. I mm. do have video footage. I set up a tripod and I put my little, this was 2009. I put my little 2007 eight millimeter camera on a tripod because this was happening mm-hmm. so frequently that I was like, I can film this. I can prove mm-hmm. to people this is happening because I feel like I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went back and I looked at some of the footage and as time went on, I did kind of go like, okay, that's probably a scintillating star. That mm. might be a helicopter. That might be a plane. I started, that could be a space station. That might be a satellite. I started learning about what's in the area. 
Sure. Uh, also, and I'll go ahead, you know, full disclosure, I live 40 minutes south of the Redstone Arsenal in Huntsville, mm -hmm. which is a major jet propulsion laboratory for NASA and gotcha. yep. defense development for the Army. So there's every mm -hmm. chance, you know, Lou Elizondo was on a uh, podcast recently saying there's AI being developed that's going to be able to tell, and they've already run something through it. Turns out it was an Army thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's very possible. Right. Initially. It got closer and it got weirder. And I don't suspect military at that point, but initially it's, mm -hmm. it's far away. And some mm -hmm. of the video footage, I don't even remember taking. Hmm. Um, as far as putting that out, I don't want to get uh, hammered. You know, sure. I'm a pretty sensitive person and I don't want to get hammered by people that don't believe me. Or that, you know, are going to mock me and, and belittle me and try to ruin my story. I'm kind of like, believe me or not, I might put it out. But there's a couple of clips that are pretty interesting, one of which was during the day. And okay. I can tell you, I, I do remember one of the daytime sightings. I was, I was Googling the occupation of Afghanistan. And I was, mm. you know... So, so we lost him again. Yes. Yeah, um, so guys, uh, we are calling all beings. I'm uh, your host, DJ San Marco. This is my co-host, Nathan at so a well. wave soul and our guest. Uh, sorry, Nathan. I was, and no, I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean to say, but, <laughs> and our, our guest is uh, David John Lanier trying to tell his story. It's very difficult to tell these stories because, uh, uh, frankly, probably most of the people that he tells don't believe him. Yeah. Um, and that's why I didn't tell my story for 30 some odd years. I yeah. know it's real. I don't need Mick West or somebody to tell me, uh, what I saw. Uh, I saw something rise above the tree line in, uh, uh, Sunday night in Peekskill that lit up the entire sky. I mean, that just right. blew my mind. Yeah. Different well, colors. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. It looks like he's back. So we'll, we'll get it back. Okay. Now. Let's get him in. Sorry. All right, welcome back. And that back. is our aforementioned special guest. David John Lanier, we are calling all beings. Uh, we love you, UFO Twitter, and uh, David's here to share his story. Please continue, sir. And by the way, sir, uh, as far as sharing your, your video, you don't have to share uh, with anybody. You don't have to uh, get affirmation on it. And one of the reasons I say that is a lot of uh, times it just doesn't show up on film the way it shows up when your eye sees it. That's you right. see it, you know what you're looking at. Um, and when it is, you kind of know it is. And it's not necessarily going to show up on film. It wasn't meant to be filmed. It's not man-made. It's not synthetic. So you know what I mean. Absolutely. So go for it, brother. Um, one of the videos, one, one of the scenes I caught was during the daytime. I had multiple mm -hmm. daytime sightings, and one of which I was – keeping up with the news about the occupation in Afghanistan and I was learning about um, civilian casualties and just the horrible stuff and, and just and I don't know why I was looking at that oh I do know why it had something to do with an art with my art project and I was putting together a slideshow for people and there was a lot of uh, you know innocent civilian war casualties that were part mm -hmm. of the slideshow maybe that has something to do with it I don't know but I started crying because mm. I'm fifth. And so I went outside 
and there was like a star in the sky. Like two, hmm. three in the afternoon, there's a star in the sky. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's one of those things. Run back inside to get a camera, run back out, it's gone. Hmm. Um, and that kind of thing happened multiple times. Like a, a, something that looked like a Coke can or something, just sideways like this. There's, it's not a satellite. Satellites aren't that low in the sky. Right. You know, uh, there were a couple of daytime sightings like that. Most of them mm. were at nighttime. But again, during this phase of it, it it's far away. Um, so, again, when I go back and look at these videos, I, I don't even remember taking any mm. of them, half of them. Um, and, and so this... This whole part of the story just gets confusing. I don't, mm -hmm. and, and it was 10 years ago, you know. Sure. And so they got progressively closer, hmm. these things. The first one I remember being really close, I just saw, you know, coming in at, um, my house sits at a thousand feet above sea level. Wow. But it's probably, this thing's probably 150 feet in the air. And it's just okay. this red light and an orange light, like way far apart, coming right at me over the field. I don't have any recollection of why I was outside or its approach. I just remember just the red light and orange light, and they're far apart. I was like, that is a big ass plane, not making mm -hmm. any sound on the other side of those trees. Whew. And then the orange light, it turns, it like pivots and the red mm. light kind of stays in one position and the orange light goes like this. And then it flies directly over me and it's, and then it turns a white light on, on the other end and I see it and it's a triangle. It's mm. just this big black triangle. I mean, easily the size of my house, if not bigger. Wow. And it has this big protruding like bowl off the bottom of it. Hmm. I say bowl because that's the shape. It's mm -hmm. big. Mm -hmm. not like so you were kind of, you were kind of at an off angle to it then. You weren't directly underneath it. You could tell no, there was, was a. I was direct, I'm, well, yeah, I guess so. I guess mm -hmm. so. But it had like, you could kind of, it was like, it was nighttime, but the moon was bright and you could kind of see like this kind of silvery gray, black metallic sheen to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the bottom of it on the big bowl that was off the bottom, it had like a series of holes, just black holes. I don't hmm. know. It was just a square grid of black holes hmm. on the bottom of this bowl. And then suddenly the grids light up and it just makes this pattern that's like braille. It looks like wow. braille. Mm. And then they go whoop, and all the lights go off and then it goes and it makes another pattern that's different. Still looks mm. like braille. All the lights go off. It does this like three or four times. So you're looking at the bottom of it now. It's almost like hovering above your property. Yeah, it's hovering above me i mean and you're right above you little, right above you yeah it okay. is a little offset like it's mm -hmm. not directly above me it's it's a little over mm -hmm. but i just think like that thing whatever it is is flashing mm -hmm. lights at me 
Right. Like it's not. It, it's 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 waving at me. Right. It's Some type of communication to... is trying to. Yeah. Is your wife yeah, like? Is she freaking out? Like, uh, are you freaking out? This. Oh no no okay. no! She was doing laundry. She's not aware. Oh of yeah. Me. This is great. Wow. Hey, honey, get back in here. Your underwear's almost done. Oh man, we uh, lost yep, it again. Yep. All right. Um, all she might be on PlayStation Three right now. That might be what's screwing <laughs> up. Or no, on Twitch. So okay. Um, yeah, this is really interesting. Now, imagine you're having a contact, Nathan, where you're like right under craft. Yeah. Like, no, it's hard to hard to imagine that for sure. A, a lot more visceral than what. Hey, uh, if your wife's on PlayStation 3, tell her that she can get I'm just kidding. She's not. It's just, I'm sorry. I, I'm, it's I'm all good, man. That, it's all good. I'm assuming that due to the data transfer, I've probably got like five, ten minute windows before I fart out. No, it's, it's all, all good. good, man. All yeah, good. We're, we're happy. So, I mean, like you've already, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nathan. Cause you've well, yeah. So, that. okay. So just a, a quick recap. So the, uh, experiences the contact the sightings they've been increasing over time uh since 2007 when they when you kind of had that another experience with them and now you've got a a large black triangle in the night sky there's a, a moon out in the sky as well but this triangle has a, a rounded uh sort of glowing white uh bowl in the center of it and at the bottom of that uh, bowl um, sort of facing the ground is a you described it as kind of a square grid like pattern of of dots that are uh, animated in a way that almost like a like a uh, a pixel screen that can kind of uh, pop in and out of those, those little black p pixels can pop in and out and change configuration is that is that an accurate recap uh, pretty much um, the the bowl itself off the bottom was black and the, oh, the bowl was black, black okay. but it, it was almost like a recessed lighting mm, that okay. was in those little black uh, like, slots. Yeah. Within the black holes, there were lights and then right. the lights were coming on in a pattern. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So, Thank you. Flying over me. And I, you know, of course I, I'm just like, I'm freaking out and I go inside and I just hear static in my ear, just in my head, just like, Mm. like ring, ringing in my ears and I sit down at the bottom step of the basement and my wife's doing laundry and she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I just saw a UFO again. And she was like, you know, in her mind, she's like, you need to stop with that. You know, it, it's bothering mm. you clearly. I was mm. like, I can't help it. I was like, I didn't ask for this. She's like, did you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so right. Hear, Hell like, yeah, I'm asking for it. <laughs> so then I hear in my head, and this is the first time I hear a voice. Okay. Mm. And I know this sounds like schizophrenic, but this, you know, I haven't had anything like that happen before or since. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and it's like this, almost like the vibe of of what they're saying is just like calm down like mm. like almost like damn dude mm -hmm. like everything's fine we're not gonna hurt you almost like like when a child gets scared of thunder yeah and 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 you're like it's okay jesus okay okay, okay. <laughs> you know it was like it yes. was like that kind of tone mm. mm -hmm. and i'm like get out of my head i'm going nuts and i go 
into my little basement office and all my studio equipment is has gone into disco mode. Okay. Which means all the lights are flashing and the levers are moving and uh, my computer's mm. farted out and my you know, other electronic equipment's farted out. Is that coincidental? Wow. Maybe. Mm. Probably not. Know. And so... Probably EMI. <laughs> that was like the first kind of like close because again it's it's going in phases it's it's way out here mm -hmm. it's getting closer and now it's it's like on me yeah and so this starts like the second phase of crafts being in close proximity and hearing voices mm -hmm. uh, and i mean one time I heard, I was sitting in the living room, I heard a voice that's like, come outside. And this was like the, the female voice. Some of it mm -hmm. was like the group talking. It sounded like really? multiple people talking at once. Mm -hmm. And then one was like a female voice. Like if you talked into an empty tin bucket, mm -hmm. the way it kind of echoes back in your ears, has like that ping to it. Yeah. You know, kind of like that. But like a female voice, but in my head. Mm -hmm. and oddly enough i have met somebody on ufo twitter two people that have mm -hmm. heard the same thing and then i watched that wow. documentary the other night on netflix the unclassified thing and i didn't even realize the pascagoula guy in mississippi same yep. thing. calvin and parker like, oh, and no and so i don't realize it at the time but I hear this voice say, come outside. I go outside and there's like, you know, white light in the sky. Mm. And, you know, I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm outside. I'm in my backyard. I, I could just go on and on. And I look off to the left. You know, I showed you the woodlands out there. Mm. And off the, horizon, off the horizon, I just see these two white lights and a red light slowly rise. there's a radio tower on a hill and mm -hmm. it's slowly rising like this you know next to the radio tower as if to say do you see me moving up and mm. not at you mm -hmm. right uh, but i'm going like no way that's a plane coming and just because of the whatever you know it looks like it's rising and then sure. the two white lights go off the red light goes off and then across the front of the wingspan was just like bah, 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 these lights like purple and green and white and i think orange was in there definitely purple and green and white just mm. like a laser pink fluid laser light show just and then mm. they all went off and the two white lights came back on and the red light came back on and mm. now it's not moving up anymore and this is miles away it's not moving up anymore it's moving at me mm -hmm. and then again the two white lights go off the red lights go off the you know the row of lights go off and then mm -hmm. they the two white lights come off so do you see what i'm saying it's kind of sequencing yes. between whatever's across the wingspan and these right. two white lights and the red light underneath and then i go like oh god that's one of those things mm. and so i turn around to walk back to my basement door and i've counted the steps it's 30 mm. steps and you know 30 seconds or less walking yep. quickly back to my basement door, I turn around and this thing is on me. It has gone miles in mm. less than in 30 seconds or less. Yeah. Wow. And it's, it's like, okay, 
here's me. Mm -hmm. And this thing is like here. Mm. And I can see it's a boomerang. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. But it's angled. Okay. If my hand was the boomerang, it's mm -hmm. angled like this. Okay. To where the front of it is facing me. And I can see mm. the points of the, the top of the wing form mm -hmm. pointing at an angle up in the sky. And I'm like, that's not flying. That's hanging because wow. there's no aerodynamics happening at all. And that mm -hmm. is the boomerang. And then. And it's right above a tree, and the average tree is about 100 feet tall. And so it's probably like 110, 120, you know, pretty close. Mm -hmm. And again, with the lights across the front of the pop, 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 but this time it's close. And I'm like, uh, and not unlike that black triangle, I'm like, this thing is going like, hey, you know, mm -hmm. like it's it sees me seeing mm -hmm. it, and it's yes. And so I don't remember it moving from angled and facing me to right above me. But when it's right above me, it's a lot closer. Like it's wow. below treetop. And I'm guessing 50, 60. And the two white lights on the bottom and the red light cast this like pink glow on the bottom. I can see it clear as day. It looks like a croissant mm. or, or hmm. a boomerang or a banana. Mm -hmm. I'm just going like... I, and it has like, it looks like ice cream cones with mm. a scoop of ice cream, almost like bird breasts on, mm. on the bottom of it. Okay. Yep. Yep. And it's making like a low, like a luxury car that's in idle, like mm -hmm. something's running, but it's not roaring. Kind of a hum. Kind of a hum to it. And it passes over. And this was one of the few, and I don't know if this was before or after all the other stuff. But like, like, I didn't, I wasn't scared. This mm. one didn't freak me out. And it wasn't big. It was, you know, it would have been big enough for two adults to sit in, maybe. Mm. Uh, and it flies over. And I'm watching it fly over. And the two white lights on the bottom side of the wing, which, by the way, I could see when it flies over. And they were like, it was just so smooth. Like, it didn't look mm. like it was, nothing was bolted. There were no flaps there was no soldering it just looked like mm -hmm. it was just neatly tucked into it the two white mm. lights and the two white lights went off as it goes off and then the red light drops just like goes but it maintains pace with it. it's probably going about this fast hmm. and the red light just drops and maintains pace and it's about 10 15 feet below it and i'm like dude that's one of those orbs that's mm. not a light that's attached to the craft that's one of those orbs Mm -hmm. and and it's red and then the back oh god this hurts my head the back of the craft where the tips of the wings would have been this these red lights come on the back of it and they just multiply they layer and the craft looks to get thicker like it, it, wow. it it's depth grew but hmm. these, these series of white light red lights came off on the back of it just like two 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 and I'm, I am awake. I am sober. I'm not on drugs. I'm not drunk. It was Easter Sunday. My kids mm, were wow. looking for Easter eggs up the hill, you know, uh, several acres away at the neighbor's house. Wow. And this thing flies over where they are. A little white light turns on on top of it. The red light disappears. The white lights come back on. I was like, it's pretending to be a plane. And then it mm. kind of angles and just flies off 
over the horizon and over the streets. So, wow. you know, and I, so I mean, it, I, if I understand now, David, your, your wife doesn't want you to interact with these. And what draws you to the interaction? I don't know. I'm not requesting this. I'm hmm. not. No CE5 was performed. No DMT trip was done. There was no means of any kind of connection being made. Hmm. They sought me out. I'm convinced right. of that. But in your feet, your feeling like because if they if they say to you come outside and you go outside, hmm. something's telling you to go outside. Yes, um, I, I don't. Is it I, your I, heart? No, it's like literal. It? It's that voice that 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 mm -hmm. I described. Like when you're talking into a tin can, like it's. Do you, it's like okay? That. Do you feel compelled, or do you feel? How do I say this? Do you feel it was of your own volition or do you feel like you were compelled to go outside and interact? I remember being like, son of a bitch. Now what? Mm -hmm. You know, like kind of annoyed by it in a way. A little. And I remember sending a text to my wife, like another UFO just flew over boomerang close, could have thrown a rock at it. You know, and wow. these people that are like, oh, wow. OK, let me back up. I don't mean to mock it because I don't know. Yeah. But that this idea that it's just an extension of ourselves or we manifest it from our own mind, I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, I could hit that thing with a rock and it would have gone thunk. Yeah. Now no, I, I'm in close I'm in close proximity to the NASA Jet Propulsion Lab. Is yeah. that something out of there? I have no idea. But mm -hmm. these things are getting closer and closer and the shapes are varying wildly. Now mm. they're I hate. Stop me if if I'm boring you guys. Well, no, I, no, I actually no. have a have a question, and I, and I apologize if you are going to get to this. But oh, all right, we'll come back to it as soon as we'll he comes have to back. Come on. back to it. <laughs> a cliffhanger <laughs> question there. <laughs> we are see when Nathan gets a question, it really something happens in the universe. That's how mm. good it is. Oh, uh, we, we are <laughs> we are calling all beings. Uh, we are not going to talk about our our powerhouse roundtable that we're in the process of playing right now. We are going to talk to David John Lanier, and uh, Nathan has a question that he would like to pose to you. Please go ahead, my good friend. Yeah, so David, uh, when we talked earlier, you had mentioned to us um, that you had had a, a physical uh, effect on i think your arm or something like that is is that before or after this incident during like as they're getting closer like they went from just being the lights mm -hmm. to progressively getting closer to the point where i'm seeing like boomerangs 50 to 60 feet above my head that i could literally mm -hmm. hit with a rock right and it was during that time that okay. these kinds of things were happening which really freaked me out uh, and I should also add that at this point I had stopped filming because this was, you know, 2009, 2010. And I just kind of felt like it was really personal and they would mm. come closer if I stopped filming. And mm. at one point they told me, I don't know. Oh my God. That to, to stop talking about it, to stop filming it. Hmm. 
And, and so, you know, I did, and that's when they started getting real close. And I was like, okay, this is like just a one-on-one thing. This is like, they don't want yeah. everybody knowing this is going on. This is just personal. This is very personal. They don't want other people to know what's going on. If I don't film it, they get closer and I can mm. figure out what's going on with all this. Yeah. Um, uh, do I need to wait? Did he just die? No, out? he's, I think he just turned the webcam off his phone. So, um, you know, and then. So it, it has kind of an intimacy to it in a way, like uh, like this was meant for you or just meant, 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 meant for you only, really, not yeah. meant for other people to know about. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of ties in later. And, and this is why it just gets so confusing, because I could go on and on. There was a there was a metallic sphere, just a ball mm. that came again. These things are like below treetop level. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming between 80 to 100 feet, like clear most of the, all the time at night. I, there was one craft I saw during the day. I'm not sure what it was, but do I, did, does he need to come back? Uh, he asked me to take him off the stage for a second. So you, you're good. Just keep, keep okay, going. So the sphere is coming below treetop level and it has like, it's just like a ball. I don't know how mm. big it is. Probably like, oh, you know, it's not big. 10, 15 feet in diameter, give or take, you know, five feet towards 20, not towards five okay. feet. Uh, it's just this ball. And mm. it has like these little red lights that are above and below it. Mm. Probably about eight or nine small red lights above and below it. And they're undulating, just like getting fur does that make any sense like they're getting further away and closer and they look yep. to be attached to antenna hmm, okay and I'm like, okay these aren't orbs because hmm. now they're hmm. attached to some kind of antenna and hmm. it's they're undulating and it's flying again it's not high less than 100 feet not far away less than 50 hmm. yards away and again at this point it's like so regular that i'm just like well what now and so <laughs> this, this light comes on, like a headlight, just a mm. single light, just boom, just right ahead of it. So it's going like this, this metal orb. This light comes on, boom, shines straight ahead. And then the light goes and shines on me. Mm. And it shines on me for like, oh, uh, like one Mississippi two, Mississippi three, Mississippi four, Mississippi five, Mississippi. Then it swings the light forward. And I don't remember what happened after that. Mm. I'm not saying anything weird happened. I sure. couldn't fit in that thing. I don't know what's going on. Right, right. It's you know, too small. Excuse me. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I would guess somewhere between ten to twenty feet in diameter. Got it. You know, roughly. Um, and, and I guess I'm telling these particular instances because these are where they were shining lights on me as if to communicate. But now we've got a triangle. We've mm-hmm. got a boomerang. We got a spear. And I'm going like, is this a parade? Am I mm. being privy to multiple species right now? What mm-hmm. have I done? What do you want with me? What's happening? There was another where it was just an X. Mm. I've heard of that before See, as well. I had not. I thought I was going nuts. Mm. I don't tell people about it because I'm like, I've never heard of an X-shaped craft. <laughs> literally not much bigger than my car. Mm. And, and on, okay, here's the X. And on two of the points there's red lights and they're Mm. swimming through the air like this they're just going like 
Hmm. And I mean, they're swimming around the crowd. Mm -hmm. And I have no recollection of what happens after, before, why I was standing there. I'm not saying hmm. anything weird happened. It was 10 sure. years ago. I just, that's all I remember. Yeah. Um, there was another work where there were like these four gigantic orbs of orange light, probably hmm. 20 to 30 feet in diameter, all next to each other in a row, just boop, 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 boop. And then there was a smaller fifth one in the middle above the four. And they mm. were just slowly drifting at me. I mm. ran inside. I ran inside, yeah. stayed out of my mind, took another hot shower till the water ran cold. I, you know, and so I could go on and on and on. You know, Let's let us, uh, you know, a lot of people that, that follow ufology have seen something. And now we it's actually interesting. You've probably seen more shape craft than anybody that I've talked to other than probably Lou Elizondo has probably seen, mm. you know, every shape that's out there. But I think what is fascinating to to uh, the, the viewers is to hear about experiences that you had with them and as uh we've gone just a little bit over an hour so tell us about the interactions that you had to the extent that you want to and if that's not something that you want to talk about 100 percent, don't talk about it but the the things that you told us uh were pretty interesting that you have between you your wife and some members of your family okay so Real quick, I saw another black triangle that was much smaller mm. fly over an intersection, and mm. it looked like the TR3B thing. Oh, wow. It was, it was little. And there were people around, and nobody looked up. And I was like, are oh, wow. crazy? Like, mm. is this, am I crazy? Are y'all crazy? Are you that mm -hmm. numb? Yeah, and, and then there was a second where it, Another one flew over. I mean, low, just this giant mm. ass. Oh my god, like safari hat looking thing. I'm looking mm. at it. Everybody's just talking, and I look up. And look down, <laughs> nobody's looking up, and I'm like, "What is happening?" And at this point, I had disconnected myself from ufology and from the study of it because I didn't mm -hmm. want cognitive bias to occur and for sure. me to be like confused by the issue. I was just letting this naturally be what it was, and I was like these people are not seeing what I'm seeing or they're numb to it or I'm going crazy. Mm. It's one of the three. And if this is the military, is there like a gold mine under my house or something? <laughs> What's right. going on? So. Well, you know, Richard Dreyfus, the character in Close Encounters felt the same way. He felt like, am I going crazy? And supposedly that story is based on real, uh, based on real events. Is that right, Nathan? That yeah. some of that is based on real events? Okay. Steven Spielberg did his homework. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. And Jacques Vallée was a consultant on that show. That, uh, so I'm movie. sure it was kind of like a culmination of a lot of things. And I mean, I was lit. I, at this point, I was building mashed potato mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully with gravy on there. That, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm just saying, you know. But like, I'm metaphorically speaking, it was getting to that point where I'm like, dude. And so now my wife is getting on board. She's mm -hmm. like, because she sees one with me. Mm. We're leaving to go somewhere with the kids in the car. 
oh my god and there's this safari hat looking thing coming through the trees i mean it's mm. so far down in the trees that it's in the forest coming up the trail wow and it's got like two headlights shining right at me i was like anna do you see that she's like yes i see it get in the car i was like this is historic do you see this she was like mm. get in the car i was like mm. okay and i get in the car and we leave but I, it had gotten like that casual to wow. where this was just like whew. so my wife's getting on board now because she's seeing stuff mm -hmm. my kids are seeing stuff my, my, my oldest daughter has seen like some kind of green she tried to explain it to me like some kind of green disc with green lights on the outside that's like rotating around over the mm -hmm. Hey, David, did, did the conversation between you and your wife shift at this point? Because now, up to then, it had been you seeing things and her telling you, you know, get inside, don't go look for these things. And now she saw it. Did, it, did anything change at that point? Um, yes. And that's where things shifted to. Can you all hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. That's when things shifted to phase three. Mm, where okay. now that now we're seeing beings mm. okay so one night or one morning i wake up okay and keep in mind all this stuff is going on and i and that's not even i have told a fraction of what i saw because yeah. i just I'm, I'm 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 getting into like a manic episode while I'm trying to explain all this this stuff, and sure. I'll I'll leave from this conversation and remember more craft. Right. So I could just go on and on. Point is, they're getting close. They're following me around. Mm. Okay. Like I went to Atlanta, took my dad to a Braves game, and thought in my mind, I want one of these things to show up, and mm. sure enough, one did. And my sister wow. was with. Me. I was like, "Do you see that?" She looked at me. She's like, "David, stop." I was like, mm. "Okay." And my dad was like, is that a helicopter? I was like, no, dad, that's not a helicopter. Mm. Like, wow. Here. And, they, and, and, and that kind of thing went on, like Nashville, Atlanta, Birmingham, mm. Huntsville, wherever I was going. I was seeing these things. I'm like, dude, are they following me? Am I going nuts? Okay, so my wife is starting to see these things now. One morning, she's folded clothes, and she said, David, one of those things was in the bedroom. I was like, what do you mean one of those things was in the bedroom? She was like an alien. And I'm just like, what? She said, yeah. I was like, where was it? She said, it was over here. She turns her back. She was like, it was up here. And our mm. ceilings are seven feet tall. She said, it was either seven feet tall or it was floating. Mm. And it looked like it was coming through the wall. And she's got no inclination of any of this stuff. This is mm -hmm. foolishness to her. She still thinks it's foolishness, although mm. she's aware it's real. Mm -hmm. Um and I was like, coming through the wall, great. Because again, this is I'm a virgin to this thing. And even though sure. this is happening over the course of years, I'm like reading something going like, they can come through walls. And then my wife, who knows nothing, she's like, it might have been coming through the wall. I was like, help mm -hmm. me God. And so I said, what did it look like? She's like, you know, like light bulb shaped head, big mm -hmm. black eyes, little mouth, little nose. I said, did you see its whole body? She said, I only saw its torso, like from its mm -hmm. arms up to its head. She said, I thought I was seeing things, but then it shifted its weight and it moved. Mm. And she said, I dug my fingernails into your bicep mm -hmm. and you were just dead. 
She said, mm. I tried to wake you up and you wouldn't wake up. And I was like, what did you do? She said, I pulled the covers over my head and I prayed to God that it would go away. And mm. she said, David, those things are demons. David, yeah. if I could if I could jump in here and I apologize, Nathan, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's fine. What do you if so you were being kept asleep for some reason? I have, I have no idea. I have okay. no, no recollection. Okay, oh, okay. second second part of the question then would be why would they do that? Because it why what do you think they're trying to do? My wife was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, but I did ask him. And that comes a little bit later because all along, all along the way, while the craft were getting closer, I would ask for them to show up because I couldn't believe that this was happening. I was like, mm -hmm. y'all can hear me and you're in crafts and these are aliens and, you, and you'll show up if I ask. Proof. Mm -hmm. oui, oui, oui. <laughs> and so yeah. now we've got a being in the house coming through the wall. I have I have no idea. I, I don't want to speculate. But all I know oh is she called me and she's got some long fingernails. Mm. That she dug it into my arm trying to wake me up and I didn't mm. wake up. Yeah. And so now I'm beyond scared. I'm like I mean, I'm in a panic. I, I don't know and this is where the story's gonna start kind of jumping around because then the dreams started and mm. the voices increased. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I do think that what they told me and the dreams are relevant. But you know, and I my mind just went blank. But what like, were those what were those things? Uh you know, um I'm trying to th there were more beings, you know. Mm -hmm. if I can jump across real quick, my son woke up one morning and said he woke up in the middle of the night and was stuck to the ceiling and he heard footsteps on the roof. <sighs> hmm. It's okay. Sorry, David. It it it, it would scare up. it would scare the hell out of anybody. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you know, so, to be in this situation. And then he had like this like thing. He had this lump in his foot that looked like hmm. about the size of your pinky just this lump in his foot and it has mm. since concave and it's now it's just like concave scoop in the bottom of his foot and it hurts mm. him to like walk around. Mm. So what? So, um, and then my daughter, my five-year-old daughter wakes up in the middle of the night screaming bloody murder. And then the next day she's just like clinging to me. She won't talk. I'm like, what's going on? What'd you see? She keeps like side eyeing this like bottom pane in the window. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she was like, there was a big bird staring in the window and it had big eyes and a pointy mouth. She's five. Mm. And I'm like, okay. Okay. And, and then my wife, like, okay, so now I have to stop and say, now I'm talking to them. And when I talk to them, I'm outside and I can see a craft, mm. you know, and I don't have clear recollections, but I'm like, I just recall one night, like having my hands on my knees, I'm gagging, I'm crying, I'm stumbling around like I'm drunk, not drunk. And there's these two orange lights on the opposite sides of the tree line. And I ask, and I'm having a conversation. I'm like, we got to get to the bottom of this. Since you can hear me and y'all are in my house now, I want answers. Mm -hmm. what, what's going on? 
you know, this is starting to feel a little bit violating. And so, um, oh my God, I can't believe what I'm saying. It's a so, lot. Of, it's very, it's very violating. Not even a little bit. Yeah. So I ask it, what's the deal with God, heaven, hell, mm. Jesus, the devil. And I can almost remember verbatim what I heard. Mm. Am I going nuts? Am I having a schizophrenic episode? I don't know. I don't think so. And they said, it said, she said, we cannot reveal to you the answers to those types of questions because it would defeat the purpose of the faith that's required to believe in such things. Then I ask if there's anything to the 2012 phenomenon. This was like in 2011. Mm -hmm. I said, not in the way that you think. There will be chaos and destruction, but life will go on. Mm. And this was right after Haiti had happened. I was like, similar to Haiti? They're like, yes, mm. but life will go on. And then not long after that, the tsunami hit Japan. And I'm just mm -hmm. watching the TV going like, dude, is the world about to end? Mm. You know, and then I ask, and most of the time when I'm talking to them, I'm seeing a craft outside. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just sitting on my sofa, you know, because the relationship at that point had gotten like, I could just like, like punching in a TV chair. Yeah. And, and I ask like, why is this happening? You're like, we can't reveal to you the answers to those kinds of questions because you wouldn't be able to handle it. Hmm. But it'll make sense as you continue to live your life. And it's necessary. Hmm. And I'm like, that's vague. Try me. And like, right. you know, in, in transmission, are you doing this to my kids? Are you doing this to my pregnant wife? Yes. But mm. nobody's being hurt. Nobody will remember anything. And it's all for a purpose, a good purpose. Trust us. Calm down. Everything will be fine. I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. No. Stop. Whatever you've got to do, do it to me, but leave my wife and kids out of this. Mm-hmm. Then I come home from work at 1130 shortly after saying that. And there's this teardrop shaped craft hanging like 80 feet above my house, just hanging in the air. It's got like three big white lights on the bottom of it. Little green like tip wings. It's like a pear, but like mm. laying on its side. It's just hanging. And I'm like, they're waiting till I'm gone. Yeah. And then I, I'm looking at it on my windshield because my car's parked in the driveway and it flies over me. And I lean back because I don't want to face the reality of it. And I look back out. It's like a glitch in the matrix. And it, there it is again. It's like a skip in a tape reel. And it flies mm. back over me again. And then around that time, my wife was like, well, you were at work. I woke up in the middle of the night. And there were two of them standing at the foot of the bed, shoulder to shoulder. Didn't say anything. They were just standing there. It's like, mm. what did you do? To what? To beings? Aliens. Greys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. standing shoulder to shoulder, you know, not saying anything. I said, what'd you do? Covered my head with the sheets and prayed that they would mm -hmm. go away. And so now I'm like, they're coming to the house while I'm gone. I asked them not to, and now they're in the house while I'm gone. Mm -hmm. So I'm pissed. You know, You know, I, right. I, you, they're, they're, you, you're frustrated because there's not a there's just no sense of trust there. Well, there's a one sided. It's one sided. Yeah. It's like it would be like if I asked you, 
what's the weather like today? And you're, or if I asked you what color your shirt was and I couldn't see mm-hmm. you and you were right. like, well, it's not orange. Mm-hmm. So, dude, okay. Well, yeah, not clear I'm enough. A little more specific. And it's always yeah. like, well, you can't handle it. It's for a greater purpose. Just trust mm-hmm. me. What's mm-hmm. this greater purpose? Mm-hmm. The idea was if shit hits the fan, what we're doing will enable you to be with us Hmm. in some way on the craft, wherever we are, live or going. It's something to do with like that. Hmm. And, and it was a good thing. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, so that ties into the dreams. Hmm. I'm having, I'm having these dreams. You know, go out and there's just this lattice work of UFOs in the sky and they look, they're just discs and they're multicolored and they're flashing colors and they're everywhere. And there's just mm. this sense that they've shown themselves and it's not mm. an invasion, they're not attacking, they're just flexing. They're just saying, know that we're here, know who's boss around here and y'all mm. better act right. And that's just for all of humanity and life still goes on. Everybody's going to work, but there's just this like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that kind of is the vibe. And mm-hmm. I had two dreams like that. And one dream, the water levels were really high. It wasn't flooded, but it was flooding. And, you know, I talked to somebody else that's had experiences and oddly enough, she heard robotic male voices. I heard robotic mm-hmm. female. Why? it's almost like they're trying to make you more comfortable by giving Mm -hmm. you something that's, I don't know. Uh, So, Hey David, at this point in time, have you confined the, these events inside your family or is this being shared with your wife's family, your family? This is just within our own family. You know, uh, there were nights where we had horses that would run wild on our property for a while. And the horses were in the backyard one night and there was just like this, just this burst of light and all the horses were like, and they took off running and my dog started barking at the horses, ran after the horses and the light, I I just, you know, my wife just grabbed my hand real tight. It's like 1030 at night, just stuff like this going on, like nonstop, little Mm. orange or red. I can't remember light outside of the window one night, having all these crazy dreams, you know, there was a second dream where there was the lattice work of the UFOs. I'm sorry for talking so much, but no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, so we, there was it, another dream at the lattice work UFOs. Same vibe. They'd shown themselves. No threat, but hmm. you better watch yourself. And my son is sleepwalking and he's walking into the window. Hmm. Uh, trying to go to and I'm like, they're trying to draw him outside. Why are they trying to draw him outside? Is that just a dream? Does it mm. does it matter? Is it coincidental? I don't know. But it was mm-hmm. going on at the same time my wife is seeing beings and I'm seeing craft close enough to throw a rock at something. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing orbs flying around X-shaped things flying around the back of this thing that looks like it's out of Star Wars. Mm. And uh, I mean, this is, it sounds like it's relentless and yes. I, I mean, I was, is it every week? Is it every day? How often honest, is this happening? Honest to God, to my recollection, I would say on average about three nights a week for about three years. Wow. I mean, it wow. was, it was wow. so often that it literally got to the point where it, was, it wasn't like, oh, wow, look, thing. It was like, mm-hmm. 
what yeah what here we today. go again yeah you know and so and all the while you know i'm waking up like i've got four white discolorations in a row on the back of my calf i've got a little scoop out of my shin is it some mm-hmm. scar wow. time ago i don't know i woke up one morning there were two little holes in my pointer finger and this fingernail and this fingernail fell off mm. and that happened twice Mm-hmm. You know, and I just put band-aids on it and try to go about my day and not think about it. But I'm like, dude, is this connected to that? Is it not connected? Mm-hmm. Am I having some kind of fungal infection? What's going on? My wife would wake up. She was pregnant. She'd have a little, like, scab on her belly button, uh, you know, and she was freaked out. I'd have little scabs on mine. I'd wake up just sweating so bad that I was soaked through to the mattress. I'd have mm-hmm. to take – I'd have to put, like, four or five towels down. And this would happen frequently. I'm like, am I having nightmares? Is it like what's happening? I started smoking and drinking mm. coffee to stay awake. So mm. I wouldn't fall asleep. So they wouldn't come. Right. And, and well, what was it like on the nights and they didn't come? Were you sitting there like you guys are watching TV and you're like, oh, I hope they don't come. And then they did. Or, and then they didn't. And you're relieved. Like, how, how did it? Were you what, what emotion were you met with when they did come? Uh, when you're just having a normal family evening? At this point, nothing was normal. It was very strained. Uh, I was I started drinking pretty heavily at nighttime just to deal with the stress of it. I, I would just numb myself with either alcohol or TV shows just to not think about it. If it wasn't coming, if it was a, a night where nothing was happening, um, you know, so, yeah, it just wasn't good at all ever. Mm. You know, it was just stressed. And my wife was like, you better not bring those things in the house again. I'm like, I'm not. She's like, stop, stop, stop yeah. Googling it, stop researching it, stop looking mm-hmm. for them, stop right. talking to them. Right. Stop. Because... And, and I'm going to tell you, we have about 15 minutes left. So I want to, I want to get to how you got rid of these guys, but I want to know if there was a part of you that didn't want them to come. And then a part of you that did want them to come. Yeah. I mean, you know, cause you feel special. There's a part yeah. of you that feels like, Oh wow, this is happening to me. And, and did you feel like you were getting any answers? Did you, did you feel like you were ever getting any, any closer to the reason? Uh, no, it, it was mm. all one-sided. I mean, they hold the key. They're yeah. in control. I cannot emphasize that enough, mm-hmm. but you know, there, there's just, there's so much more to this. Um, but to answer your question, it became too much. Mm-hmm. And, I kind of wrap my head around the fact that this is not a good thing. These are not mm. space brothers come to save us. Oh, and I saw one of them one night, mm. um, you know, and I had heard a voice in my head that said, uh, communication would work better if we could do this face to face. I was like, could it? Cause I'm not. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, and then people are like, Oh, well you must've agreed. I was like, I must not have. Mm. <laughs> they do <laughs> want, Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so like, I saw one one night. How, you know, I'll try to answer your question, but it appeared there was a mist 
you know, because I can't speak for my wife. I can speak for myself. There's this mist. Like I'm, I'm sitting there playing video games one night. It's one o'clock in the morning because I'm afraid to go to bed. I see this little shadow run by the window in the door. It's a wooden door with a square window. I ignore it. Shadow runs by again. I ignore it. Runs by a third time. I'm like, okay, is this something weird? And then there's just this mist, just molecule by molecule, just this mist coming in out of nothing right in the window. And it just starts like coalescing until it's like there's a gray. Mm. And I mean, it's as real as there was somebody on UFO Twitter that drew it for me, like a police sketch. Mm -hmm. I doodled a little thing and I explained yeah. it to him. It's exact. I mean, it looks just like it. it's like I'm looking in the face of it. The ridge up its head was a little mm -hmm. darker in his depiction. It was a little lighter, you know, but it had like a darker ridge went up its head. But just the mm. eyes were just massive. Like they would have come all the way back here. Had wrinkles around its mouth, just a little boomerang. The, the picture on my Twitter looks just like it. And I was like, that, I is, see that. that is not the female. This okay. female I've been talking to, that ain't it. I don't want okay. this. You know, and I just like, I'm six feet away from it. And I can see like, it's got really high, hard cheekbones. I can like see the shadows and the cheekbones. And I'm like six feet away from it. I just look away and I say, no. You know, and I look back and it's not there. And I look out the window, my dog's just like, her hackle was up, that ridge of hair that runs down mm -hmm. the back. Her hackle's mm -hmm. up. She's sniffing under the car, sniffing the front fender, looking around. And I'm just like, what in the hell? And I've replayed that in my mind a million times. What are you doing? Are you sitting on the sofa? What are you doing at this point? I was point? sitting on the coffee table. Kind of close. You're sitting. <laughs> okay. Close to the TV. Oh, got it. Got it. Low, low table. Games. And, and the door was about seven feet away. I stood up and took a step, and I'm six feet away from the door when I saw this happen. And so that that's when I also kind of went like, that's that's not matching up with the voice I'm hearing. My wife had dreams. I have to include this. She had dreams about they land they landed in some big city and all these people were clamoring to go see it and she heard a voice and again she thinks this is all stupid she hates all this stuff but this voice in her head in the dream says one day this is going to happen only you can hear us right now and if you choose you can get on the craft with us and leave and she said no mm. so and, and I think I have that picture if you want it, if I can put it up on screen here. Oh, wow. That is awesome, man. Yeah. This is it. That right? is awesome. That's it. That's I mean, scary that's, looking, man. That's identical. And you know what? It really looked old. Like the wrinkles around its mouth were really like, it, it looked old. And the first thought that was in my mind was like zombie. Like that thing mm. is not, there's no emotion there at all. It's just like, mm. you know, it's just, just zombie. Hmm. So, you know, and then I did bring it up to my parents eventually at Christmas 2013 at dinner. And my mom likes to go around the table like, how'd your year go? Mm -hmm. and I just, I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've been abducted by aliens. I don't know if I'm being abducted by aliens. I don't, I've not had regressive hypnosis. I don't know what's going on. Okay, I just know that they're in my house. I'm seeing them. My wife's seeing them. We're having dreams about the apocalypse. There's a craft everywhere and orbs everywhere. And from and so, uh, from from what you mentioned, because I actually called 
a friend about this topic that you just brought up. I said, you know, you know, I asked my friend uh, Carlene, who was on our show, who does regressionist work. And she said, it has to be something that you want. And I said, I don't think David wants to remember. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Okay. I mean, I did some, like, transcendental meditative type trance is self-induced to try to remember. And I had some flashes of, like, being led down this long, curved hallway by this woman, alien, with black hair, uh, and seeing, like, arched doors and then, you know, being on a table and seeing the tops of their little heads. But I, that could all be in my imagination. I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't really put a lot of stock in that. But I've heard other people describe things. And I'm like, God, that's eerily similar. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but, but I don't really put a lot of stock in that. And no, I don't want regression. Because one of the things that flashed in my mind was like being in some kind of chair with a tube down my throat. And I don't mm -hmm. want to know what's going on. That flash in my head that could just be mm -hmm. imagination and paranoia run wild mm -hmm. I'm yeah not on that and i'm not telling anybody that's what happened absolutely you know I, that's just the flash in my mind i don't know i'm not putting you don't want to actualize that that into your your consciousness to where it's you're like oh okay now i remember that i i get it i get it i just had to throw it i just had to throw it out there just find out but i understand yeah. And I, and I want to be rational about it, too, mm -hmm. and say that, like, the voices in my head and the dreams, I have a hard time believing that. I have a hard time believing I saw a gray. I believe mm -hmm. my wife. I know I saw craft and orbs and lights that would respond to my request. So I'm at Christmas dinner, breakdown. My wife, my kids, everybody leaves the table. And my dad is just like, you know, son, this is not new topic. This has been going on since I was a kid. You need to talk to your mother because she's mm. had some similar experiences. Wow. Do not dox my mother, by the way, for anybody listening. But she tells me that, like, when she was 19, she was at a Christian camp and she heard wrestling in the closet. She opened the door. There's two little silhouettes in there. She slammed the door shut. They pushed back. She slammed it again, ran out to the counselor's cabin. She said, there's little things in my closet. And he says, Cecilia, those are demons. And they've come to, like, you know, manipulate you into not being Christian anymore. And then again, when she was 37, around the time, mm -hmm. late 30s, early 40s, around the time I saw that UFO in 1997, she said she woke up one night and there were three little short silhouettes at each, at the bottom right corner, upper left corner, up here. And then there was a man, like a silhouette of a man. He had like a staff or a rod in his hand. He lifted the rod up in the air and the three little silhouettes disappeared. And he proceeded to tell her like how she was going to die. Now, if my mother hears this, she's going to be like, oh my God, David, what are you doing? But I mean, it's part of it. It's, it's just true. Part of the story. It's just part of it. You know, sure. also while this is going on, my brother-in-law catches wind of it. He practiced, I don't know if he's jealous or if he wants to find it's true. He practices Necronomicon sigil magic, says he conjures a reptilian. Uh, uh, ends up spending two weeks in the mental hospital. This is very sensitive information. I don't want people, you know, being like, oh, I need to go talk to him and talk to him. He's like, mind your business, believe me or don't. You know, he ends up two weeks in the mental hospital. Now I got to deal with that. And then I'm getting, you know, I'm also getting like followed by helicopters 
And there was a guy that followed me through a shopping center, all the way to my car. His car just so happened to be parked like right next to mine. He takes my picture from like four feet away and just slowly lowers the camera, just stares at me like that. And then he gets in his car, his little all black car, convertible, pulls off, drives off. My parents' house burns down. This is all mm. happening around the same time. On Facebook, I'm getting, you know, stalked by this dude that's got a profile picture of like a trench coat and a gun with a UFO mm -hmm. from the banner. A hundred of my photos get liked in a day. I block them. Happens again the next day with some weird profile. Block him. I don't know if that's connected. That could mm -hmm. all be not connected at all, but it was happening. So I have an absolute mental breakdown at Christmas in 2013. Talk to my dad. Talk to my mother. This has to stop. My mother's like, David, yep. those are demons. My wife is like, David, those are demons. I don't know if they're demons or not. I don't know if this is something good. I don't know right. if they enhanced my DNA and now I can survive on a spaceship if they have to take me away during the apocalypse. I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. But I, at this point, I'm so strung out that I'm like, I can't live like this anymore. So they start praying for me. They encourage me to get back into the Bible. Mm. I start in, I come to terms that this is not a good thing. And these are not space brothers come to mm -hmm. say this i just i'm like okay i take all of my t-shirts alien t-shirts alien books all this stuff i go to get my brother-in-law's black magic books i take all that i burn it i invite somebody out to the house that's like a new age kind of healer she sages the house another friend of mine is like a new age crystal guy he buries organite all in the yard uh i have like church pray over me uh, I met with a pastor. I had somebody anoint me with oil. I started practicing, um, you know, Enochian type stuff to summon archangels. Um, I took on the Christ consciousness. I was doing uh, like Kundalini rising and chakra cleansing and everything I could do. I stopped drinking mm -hmm. everything I could do to pull myself out of a negative place. And mm -hmm. that's when it started tapering off in the same way it came. Beings left, oh. craft started leaving, little lights in the sky, and then just, hmm. and now it's gone, and it's still gone. Wow. I wake up in the wee hours of the morning, and I'll see something weird, and I'm like, uh-uh. You know what, David? I have a lot of respect for you already, and I'm going to tell Huge. you why. Because if it were me, and they told me I could make your hair grow back, I would probably suffer an abduction for that. <laughs> I would. If they said, we promise you full head of hair, Nathan, this would be, you know, it'd be tough to say no. You got, mm. you know, you, you understand where I'm coming from. That's pretty, yeah. that's a pretty sexy offer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I want to echo what, what DJ is saying. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a little choked up there, but uh, <laughs> it, it takes a ton of guts to do no, it does, uh, to, share, to share the story with everybody. And um, I'm sorry for going manic on y'all. No, no I, I, I mean, for me, I mean, there's so many layers of the story that um, uh, you know kind of hit me. But watching you tell it is actually one of the most important components of this because it, it's obvious to me how uh, impactful this experience was to you and how difficult it is to, to talk about it. Um, so I, you know, again, I, I really want to thank you for, 
for coming on the show to share this with everyone. I, and only only because I hope that in sharing the story, it it helps like it helps process this and, and helps you come to peace with it. That's my hope, too. I mean, that's part of why I did it, just because, you know, I, I cannot just sit down at dinner with some friend and be like, hey, did you hear about the thing in politics? And be like, I don't <laughs> care, man. Like, I just don't care. Um, that's never but, a good conversation to have anywhere. No, it's never a good conversation, but it is. Yeah. it's hard but, yeah. living with it and just yeah, not being able to be like, dude, there's aliens flying around doing yeah. God knows what. I don't care about anything i mean i do i do okay and that's why i'm thankful for my wife because she's very good at just being like hey the toilet's clogged go fix you it. have a lot yeah. yeah you have a life here go cut the grass yeah. mm -hmm. go feed the yeah. horses you know focus david so like it's difficult and also you know i feel like i'm not the only one that's been through this yeah. oh my god yeah I, i'm we just we just uh, learned all about Jim Sparks. Very some some similar experiences to you, Chris Bledsoe, Terry Loveless, obviously Anjali. Um, so yeah, it's you're not list. alone. Yeah, and by the way, not. I want to say this, David. You look very healthy. And you, I, right? You you really do look very healthy. Well, I'll say that back to getting rid of them. Mm -hmm. Um, that was part of it was like cutting out the drinking, cutting out the, just the, just the negativity that was in my life. Mm. Having to like get out of that was a part of it. And I still continue that to this day. Like, mm. have you seen that meme that's got like Rocky working out and it said like introverts preparing to make a phone call. That is exactly <laughs> what I did before I came here. I love that. To do that. Because my nice. levels of stress and anxiety are that high that I have to, you know, sure. do that. And and I do think it's a constant battle. And I will say I'm not against love and light. I know the story yeah. I just told was dark and stressful and confusing, but I'm not against love and light. Uh, you know, yeah. I did I did have some experiences and all that where I wasn't creeped out and I wasn't mm -hmm. I didn't feel threatened. I just felt like they were showing themselves to me as almost like a, a, a consoling kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Just think of this, David, like this is our yoga room. Yeah. Uh, and, and you can come to this space uh, anytime that you want and uh, talk to Nathan and I and, uh, and let it out there. And we will welcome you to have you on here and talk about it. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's, not an ex it's an experience that a lot of us think would be great and some people do have some great experiences and some people have horrific experiences for example um uh correct me if i'm wrong nathan chris bledsoe said he was healed during his first interaction of crohn's disease mm -hmm. yet anjali spent six hours and said that she's not healed yeah yeah no it's so, a mixed bag for sure yeah, it's it's a very mixed bag. I don't think they're all the same beings. And if Anjali said as much, she said there are some beings out there that are not as benevolent as the beings that uh, that she's been interacting with, and uh, the two that left the council, and then the other four. And I think that's what got our friend uh, Lampy. Shout out to uh, Sa Lampy, nineteen forty-seven. Um, she was very upset by 
knowing that there's something out there that's uh, ominous, I would say, Nathan. Yeah. You know, okay. if I can interject, I would say Please. maybe not evil, but impartial. Mm. They don't care. Yeah. It's, it's on their, it's their playing field, and you're yeah. just kind of like the dupe. Almost like if an NBA team played against like a middle school basketball team. Like sure. it's just, you're not even in the same league and they know it and they just don't really care. It's not evil mm -hmm. as much as it's just like you're not playing by your rules. You're playing by their rules. And yeah. and uh, and I just don't know. It's also confusing. But if, if I can get outside of my own experience and I just try to just because I, I just try to hammer home. I don't know what it all means. I don't know if the dreams and the voices correlate. I don't know. So I'm not yep. trying to speculate, but if I can speculate now, I'll say that there's multiple beings. Yep. There's a lot going on here. I don't know why. Because you'll have a debunker skeptic, why? Why in the world would there even be one, much less multiple? I don't know, dude. I have mm -hmm. no idea. You know, I wish I knew. And maybe yeah. that's where we're going with all this. Sure. I, I, I want to say for my part that the NBA versus middle school team actually <laughs> happened last year when Kevin Durant was healthy, uh, Kyrie Irving and James Harden, and they were beating teams by 30 until one of the two, three of them would get injured. So anyway, so we did get to see that. Maybe it was the Memphis Grizzlies. Just kidding, Memphis. Calm down. Okay. Um, yeah. No, but so, but David, I think uh, you know to kind of bring it to a close uh, today. You know, it's a, it, the, the timing means something. You know, I think there's a reason why. Uh, you know, now is the time to tell this story. There's a reason why we're hearing more stories being told. And um, that reason may not be clear yet, but but may become clear. And I think your courage to come forward will encourage others to come forward. And 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 that has a, a cumulative uh, power that you know will lead to something. So, and I don't know what, but I, I, I again I want to thank you for for being willing to share this story in the way that you have. And and I hope we get a chance to chat with you again. Uh, yeah, I mean, let me know. I, I think I've just absolutely mentally vomited everything that <laughs> happened to me. So I don't know what more there is to say. And and diving into all of it is clearly like triggering and sure. not a good place for me to be mentally. Um, but, you know, I'm always down to, to chat with somebody about it. You know, um, and, and like you said, I do agree that part of why I did it is is to encourage more people, even if you just saw an orb or just a triangle or or a ghost or something like just this does seem to be the time that that, you know, pushback needs to occur mm -hmm. um, because I don't know what Lou's up to, but I like it. Yeah. I don't know where this is going. But I hope that it's going in a direction where the general public I don't tell my story. Yeah. But we do need to start wrapping our heads around the fact that this isn't Chinese drones. That's right. Some of it may be, but I don't think all of it is. I let know. me <laughs> let me give you an example of the kind of inspiration that you and people like you have provided. I had a chat uh, online with uh, somebody that's coming on our show 
named Troy Broskovitz. He's a former pilot from special operations, somebody that I flew with, somebody that was a leader of mine, someone I hold in high regard. I would never, ever, ever have uttered the word UFO in front of him. And even now we're going to, he's going to know about my experience. He's going to come on the air with Nathan and I and Chris Lato. And that would not have happened except for I feel bolder. I'm emboldened because of people like yourself. So that's what the effect is. So I want to thank you. And um, we're here for you. And we really do appreciate your time. People before me doing it, you know. Yeah. I mean, I just, I do feel like there's like a domino effect happening. Mm -hmm. No doubt. David Fravor. Uh, inspired me, you know, many people, but I can tell, but I've even like, I, like I said, even though I came out with the story, my story after David Fravor, I don't know that two weeks ago, even I would have called Troy Broskovitz and said, Hey, Troy, we'd like you to come on air and talk about aviation and related to UFOs. And that probably wouldn't have happened, but I'm inspired by people that are coming out and talking so thank you so much yeah, um seriously it just occurred for, to me that it's more than just the three of us talking <laughs> that's right yes we're on youtube right now Correct. so uh thank you i want to say so let me just say a couple things before we let nathan go and then we're going to make our uh memorial to uh kevin p childress the retired uh, doe special agent whom we lost out of uf uh hashtag ufo twitter I want to say I love you guys. Um, I realized that we do have some scraps and some arguments there. You can just see what David just there showing a peace sign. Um, please treat him and his story with love and respect. And um, I really appreciate what this community has given to my life. So for David P. Lanier, for Nathan, at Awave Soul on hashtag UFO Twitter, this is DJ San Marco saying peace out. One love, and we'll see you down the road.